All right, guys, welcome to the Uncut 90 podcast. You know, your weekly dose of uh, straight up football talk and FPL talk. But uh, unfortunately, for the past two weeks, you know, some very funny stuff has been going on. We have not had any football. So sad. So, so sad. On here to meet with me today, I just have uh, Emeka. We don't know where everyone else is. We hope they are fine, though. But um, we'll try. The show must go on. The show must go on. That's that's what they always say, right, Gates? The show must go on. The show must go on. All right, all right, all right. So, Gates, I just want us to, you know, talk about, you know, piggyback of our last conversation from last week. We've seen during the week so much has happened. You know, a lot of players come out say they have contracted the virus, you know, but it seems like they're all fine. I just want you to give me your take on, you know, all the players that have gotten it and what we can do moving forward with the with this with the season. How 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 do we salvage, you know, this season moving forward? Man, listen. First of all, I don't know who is religious out there and who's not. At the end of the day, we are all still at the mercies of of God, man. At the end of the day, what will be will be. Kisera, sera, right? Kisera, sera. So, so, you know, ultimately, I wish everybody health and wellness, be it physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. This is taking a toll on humanity and you know, nobody deserves to, to 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 die in the manner of 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 an infectious virus due to somebody, I guess, eating allegedly eating a bat somewhere in in, in China. I, I don't even know. Yeah, if, I don't. Think, I don't even know that's true. Yeah, man. I don't, we shouldn't even yeah, speak on things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in any case, in any case. Again, man, I wish everybody wellness, man. Listen, I do not know. I do not have a, a list of players that have contracted this. We know, you know, I think the earlier ones, be it like, uh, you know, Hudson Adoy, we know De- uh, Paulo Dybala had it. We know he has it. We know uh, the Ligt got it. Thankfully, the likes of Christie didn't get it. And I'm just talking to soccer players or football players, whatever sure, you want to sure, call it. Sure. Yeah, I'm not going to list everybody across the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, obviously, we also have the, you know, a manager like Arteta getting it too, you know. So, so you know, I have no personal relation uh, to these players. But at the end of the day, like, this could have been anybody, you know. It could have been my brother. It could have been you, was you know, even though you're, you're likely not capable of getting such a thing. I don't know that COVID is strong enough to shake you, you understand? Yeah, I'm not sure exactly. that either. Yeah, exactly. So, but in any case, my point is that this is affecting us, man, be directly to some of us and indirectly. And so as to how things should be handled, well, here's the thing, man. At the end of the day, I believe that because a solution does not seem to be coming, do you see what I'm saying? Now mm-hmm. they're talking chloroquine. We've all, if you're Nigerian, if you're African, or let me not say African, because I can imagine that there are some African nations that may have, you know, not had the... Anyways, point is, if you're West African, you know, at least, uh, not other parts, but in any case, 
and you've ever had malaria, then there's a likelihood that you've at least had uh, chloroquine. 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 And I won't lie to you, I remember chloroquine very well. Very, very well. I remember I had chloroquine multiple times, the multiple occurrences of malaria and typhoid when I was growing up in Nigeria, you know. And I remember that pill was dreaded. We all dreaded it because we knew that the pill was just so strong and so powerful. Mm -hmm. You know, how it started is, you know, we would start with how we used to do it to my family. I don't know about yours. Is that we will save the sweet medicine to last. <laughs> the sweet ones like the vitamin A, B, C, whatever. Yeah, nice vitamin C. We'll save it for last yeah. because we wanted the aftertaste to linger. And then we'll start with the difficult ones. But the difficult ones will go with least difficult to most difficult. So I remember we'll start with maybe Panadol, Paracetamol. Mm. You understand? Then we'll go to like the the capped ones, the one that, you know, you know, is, is capped off basically. Oh, shout out to, to Rookie. We just got our our third most honorable guest today, Rookie M, all the way from Maryland. Uh, good evening, Rookie. But anyways, please, you can't interrupt me. I'm making a point. So, what I'm saying is this, man. We all started from that less torturous pill like paracetamol, panadol. We then moved over to, you know, some other serious ones before we now even got to the level of chloroquine. Baba, when you start chloroquine, mm -hmm. I remember you have to use water for the first couple and then mm -hmm. chloroquine. Mom, see, will just allow you, okay, you can use Coke here. And you can use Fanta <laughs> here real quick because everybody knew that this was the pill, man. If you don't mask this pill somehow people throw up yeah. you know so i'll just use a, a sip of so you know? so so basically are you trying to say that it's going to be hard for people to take chloroquine or is that the point I, that I'm you're just, getting at well ultimately the point i'm trying to get at is is that i do not see how like first of all chloroquine is going to fix this but in the events that it does i do not see because we, we do realize, let's remember, chloroquine was actually banned from Niger due to the adverse side effects. You remember sure. this? Sure. Yeah, they removed, even, imagine, you know, in Nigeria, they removed chloroquine from, because people were, were it just, the, the side effects were terrible, man. People would itch to almost to death sometimes. Yeah. People would scratch themselves to the point where they started bleeding because it was just so crazy to end. So really, man, I just do not see, I mean, besides chloroquine, have you heard of any other cures that is coming about? I mean, they're talking about vaccines, but you can't just roll out a vaccine. There's a lot of research that has to go prior to. And I, yes, I know that there are trials, but do you want to be that guy trying it? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Especially if you're a professional football player and mm -hmm. you have a lot to risk. Do you see what I'm saying? So ultimately, my point is this. I have the mentality of, look, life happens. Shit happens, man. The, the, things must go on. Things must go on, man. Look, Baba, let me just tell you, and I don't want to use another very traumatic incident, but say 9-11. In fact, let me not even use it. Ultimately, my point is this. The show must go on. So let us see what players have it. Put them in self-isolation. Let them self-quarantine. But the league has to continue. The league has to continue. All these players that are crying, I want to be with my family in this time. Yo, shut up. I don't think, shut up. I don't think the players are crying, but I think at least they've put... Dude, I am telling you that the players are crying. I saw John Obi, John Obi Michelo in Turkey. who Nobody is watching Trap Zone Sport play. But Mikhail thinks it is within his capacity, within his right to come on social media and say, ah, there's more to life than football. There is a lot more to life than football. You are absolutely right. But the fact of the matter is that the, the show must go on. 
the show must go on. Right. Self-isolate. Engage. Let me let me bring in Rookie here. Rookie, welcome. Welcome to the Uncut 90. I believe this is your inaugural episode, so we'll clap for you. Ah, <laughs> you know? Yeah, so welcome. Anyway, basically, I just I just asked Emeka, I was like, yo, Emeka, this whole COVID thing, just speak on the players that have it and basically moving forward, how we can resolve the issue, like what's going to happen. So you can uh, jump in here and uh, just speak a little about it. Like Emeka ended up going into, you know, you. I think when you came in, he went into the whole, how he used, his family used to drink medicine, you know, and stuff like that. So <laughs> but, uh, whatever, what feelings do you have about it and uh, how it's affecting football? Um, I mean, it makes sense that the season's been, you know, suspended, postponed, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah. I think the biggest thing right now with the whole COVID thing, even outside of football, is just um, fear of the unknown, um, definitely. Yeah. And I'd say that's the biggest thing. So I get what Emeka is saying by saying, you know, the show must go on but for the time being you you have to put things on hold because you don't know how this is going to affect players you don't know who's infected players can't be in the right mindset with what's going on so even taking out the physical sickness you have to also think about the mental health portion of it if their families are affected if their kids you know wives girlfriend what whoever that's going to affect the way you play as well so it's not even just oh are you quarantining do you have it it it's beyond that so i can understand if players are saying there's more to life than football because that life is essentially what you're playing for sure you can love the game as a player but you're also playing for your family you're you're playing for your fans. You're playing for your team. So it, it's mm. more than just, oh, just shut up and play. It's more than that. The April 30 uh, dates that they've given to, you know, seems like people are thinking they'll be back up by April 30. So do you think they're actually going to make that date? Do you think it's too early? Like, could we resolve this by then? I think it's too early to say. Um but I think it's going to get pushed back even more. Um, yeah. Just the way things are going. I mean, Italy's been under quarantine for, what, like two weeks. And the death percentage is just rising and rising every day. Um, because, yes, people are quarantined. But the symptoms don't show up for 14 days. Some some people yeah. even longer, so you don't you're not going to hit that peak until past the 14 initial days of quarantine. Then after you've passed that, you can begin to see, you know, a light at the end of the tunnel. So I think until countries have peaked in terms of the infection rate, in terms of deaths, um, it's it's hard to say when things will go back to normal. So April 30th, that's, that's a dream. I'd love for it to be, you know, 
mm. April thirtieth, mm. but I don't I don't see Listen, man. Shout out to April thirtieth. That's my birthday, man. I'm a Taurus, I accept. But see, let me just say this, man. If that Walmart's lady can come into work, then and by the way, this Walmart lady who's coming into work is completely exposed to the elements. And by the elements I mean every human being that comes into yeah, Walmart everything that, sure, sure every single person that comes into Walmart that lady is there at least doing her job diligently she's taking all necessary precautions you know wearing the gloves sometimes even some of them wear masks etc etc making sure they're not making contact with people making sure that they are keeping clean etc and it seems as though it is working I haven't heard of any Walmart staff getting it do you see what I'm saying now yes the ones that are more unfortunate are likely like the doctors and nurses that actually genuinely have to interact with people and be very intimate with them in a sense like you know touching them etc but the fact of the matter is that with just very little precaution you can avoid getting this right the players all have access to gloves for one i'm not saying that we should allow for spectators to come into the stadiums no i still want nobody to show up to the games besides people that are like required to be there be it referees be it you know journalists be it people that are shooting you know recording blah 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 photographers all that stuff but aside from and all those people can also take necessary precautions making sure that they are all wearing masks gloves etc not interacting with people physically etc so mm -hmm. i'm saying that if that lady can come into walmart and work from nine to five or even more and go home and come back the next day after being exposed to everybody and the people that they are being exposed to not necessarily following these precautions you know today i didn't see any walmart customer wearing gloves i saw everybody just walking up and down the whole place as though nothing is happening just behaving no i'm telling you and what i am saying is that if these ladies can come in to work then who are these players to think that they must be at home Yo, guy, the show must go on. I work in construction. Right. There's no way to build buildings from my but, house. But okay, but okay, okay. Yeah, but you can't compare working at Walmart to playing football like you are running for 19 minutes. You, you, yeah, and then there's also... What is contact. the point? There Other is physical players. contact, yes. So once again, you have made sure that the players who are playing have all been tested prior again mandated this is mandated that all the players have been tested prior so and i do not know the... that to show that contact is is going to 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 give you this stuff uh, yeah yeah but yeah. in any case uh, my point but is... anyway guys i i, I actually kind of want to segue out of the COVID conversation it's um i think basically we we can't really say anything it's more what rookie said like this is we're now basically we just have to wait and see we just have to wait and see what happens, you know, what they do. And, uh, you know, rest in peace to all the people that have passed away. I know I just saw, like, Lorenzo Sanz. I believe it was Real Madrid's president before Florentino Perez took over in early 2000. So, I mean, that that's kind of one football figure that I see that has passed away. So, due rest in peace to everyone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, due to Corona. He was like 70-something, maybe 80-something. I don't know. But yeah, that's like the first football related that, that I've seen. I don't know if there are any others, you know. So I was looking at a list of the players uh, that have contracted mm -hmm. it. It's quite a number. Yeah. A lot of the Italian clubs, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Fellaini. Yeah, yeah I, I just saw that today. Yeah, so Fellaini, Dybala, Matuidi, Rugani. 
I didn't even know about Blaze. Blaze got it. Yeah, Blaze has it. Oh man. And then yeah, um no, Stampdoria, no. they have Kali, Albin Ekdal, I know you know these people. Uh Manolo. And, um, let me see. Obviously Fellaini, like you just said. Mangala has it, Garai has it. Oh wow. Yeah. So I I think trying to rush rush back to the league is maybe not the best idea. Let's wait. Let's see that April thirty date if they push it back. We'll just be footballless and, uh, you know, let's just see how it goes. But so, I said, Kurt, um, before you segue, what do you guys think about these bodies, right? And we can even bring in sports once again. But, like, let's say Planet Fitness, because these guys build me quite recently for the month. But <laughs> we know that their facility is shut down. Nobody is allowed to go work out at Planet Fitness until, un- until things subside. Do you think it is fair for these people to still build their customers or or apartment complexes that charge, say, $1,000 per month? And some of the services includes uh, using the gym, et cetera, you know, the common areas, lobbies, penthouse, blah, 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 all of which all of which has now been shut down. But yet they're still charging the exact same amount of money. Is it fair? So what do you want to happen in with reference to the apartment complexes? Do you want them to cut your rent? Are you serious? <laughs> no, this I'm, I'm just asking. Like, is that what you want them to do? I mean, so okay, so I assume because that you didn't ask. About I have fitness. seen. Hold on, I assume you didn't ask um, about Planet Fitness because it is clear that they should not. Well, be Planet right? Fitness actually sent an email because I go to Planet Fitness as well. They sent an email on Friday. I just pulled it up, and um, they did say that they will proactively freeze memberships and they will not charge people fees um, going forward. So I, I'm guessing from April onwards, they're freezing people's membership fees until this passes. Okay. Yeah, you, you might want to call them and see if you can get a refund for whatever they just charged you. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. So I will be getting a refund. Now, as far as <laughs> the apartment complexes, yes, my answer is that because you are now offering a reduced service to your customers, tenants, etc., you must equally also offer them uh, reduced payments or reduced wages. But how do you because factor you imagine- that in? Like, how do you break exactly. down how much the I mean, services you could- are every month for this? Just to throw off like two hands over the road. Exactly. Like, Just remove something. <laughs> you know that on the back end, let's face it, come come tax season, these same apartment complexes will go to the government and say, hey, due to corona, we were not allowed to, or we lost a lot of customers as a result because, you know, nobody was trying to lease property anymore or blah, 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 blah. And at the end of the day, they will get so many tax breaks. So let's be honest here. That is also something that we should enjoy. Also, in addition to that, let's be honest here, yeah, as far as uh, interest rates, they've now nulled it to zero, correct? Yes. Now, as you know, it costs quite a lot of money to build an apartment complex. And you pay that amount back over the years and you pay interest. But now that there is no interest, if you're still charging tenants the same finite amount, whereas on your own end, you are not paying as much to the bank because they've cut interest of uh, officially, then you are, in fact, exploiting your tenants. You see what I'm saying? You are making money on both ends. 
So it's BS, actually. It is. So um, exactly. So to all of you out there listening, if you are a, a tenant in an apartment complex of sorts that has offered you services that are on your list that you do not have access to anymore, including but not limited to gyms, okay, common areas, you I strongly advise you to speak to them and say, hey, maybe rent should be $200 less. Speak to them. Okay. So all the tenants out there, you know, start drafting your reports, start drafting your voices and uh, speak to your your landlords. I, I, I have seen some landlords, you know, re- reduce rents for some of their tenants. I have heard of that. Some people even even said don't pay this month and stuff like that. Uh, so, don't pay this so some of that is going on. So don't worry, Emeka, like some, some human beings are looking out for their tenants. But these uh, landlords that are saying don't worry about it this month. Does that mean don't worry about it ever? Or after this is over, pay me? You know what, Rookie? I have no idea how this is going to work. We're in, we're in a new time. We're in the COVID times. Okay, let's call this era pandemia. <laughs> pandemia. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so like I said, rest in peace and hopefully we, we figure this stuff out pretty soon. And, uh, let, let's, there's not that much football to talk about, but, there are a couple of things that you know I have here that we can talk about. So, I know rookie is a Manchester United fan, you know. So uh, let's just. Um, I remember when United Sandy Gallo, right? Emeka, you were on here and you were saying that that was a very very bad uh, transfer by Manchester United. Did so I just really, did not say that. Well, hold <laughs> up. Okay, I'll give you the opportunity to speak. You know. So well, here's the opportunity. I guess I'll get rookies take on how Igalo is doing at United after Euros. So just touch on the whole Igalo at United. You know, if you did say that or didn't, you know, please tell us exactly what you said and tell us what has for happened okay. since his since signing. For me, no problem. Um, when they signed, well, first of all, when there were rumors, I think the day before he officially signed, um, I had mixed feelings. Mixed feelings in the sense that why are we signing Igalo? He's 30. He didn't mm-hmm. really succeed at Watford. And he's been playing in China. So, I mean, it's not nearly as competitive. I'm Not that I watch the Chinese League, so maybe that's not even fair for me to say. But that's, you know, that's what many people feel about the Chinese yeah. League. Anyway... Um, but finding out that he was a United fan growing up, um, that definitely made me a little bit warmer to the idea even before he signed. Because if someone's a fan, you're going to give 150% because you're going to be so just shocked, thankful, especially coming from the Chinese League. I knew that, well, I didn't know because I don't know him, but... (laughs) But I, for me, mm-hmm. knowing that he was such a diehard fan made me a little more optimistic than if he wasn't. Um, he has impressed me so far because I honestly wasn't expecting much. I, I said I was going to buy his jersey 
when he officially signed because first Nigerian player for United. But um, I honestly didn't think he'd have goals so quickly um, or really have that much of an impact on the team. So all in all, I'm happy. I don't know about giving him a long-term deal after this. Let's, let's not get crazy. But for what he was supposed to do, and for what our options were in January, he has exceeded those expectations for me personally. Hmm. I feel like he has. So that means you really had some low I expectations. I had like zero <laughs> expectations. Yeah. But I figured yeah. one so striker just... was better than nothing. So. Yeah. I think his time at Watford was a relative success. I mean, that's I think that's why he was able to earn that big money move to go to China. China is a money league. The league, oh, it's not terrible, but it's uh, it's really just a money league. Like all the players that go there, like from the EPL from Europe, they're just gonna you know catch a nice check. I've watched some Chinese league games. The games aren't bad. There, there definitely is quality, but obviously it's not on the same level as, mm. as in Europe. But I, I wouldn't necessarily call his time at Watford not successful. I think it was, it was, it was good enough, at least good enough for him to get the attention and earn as much money as he's getting in, but in China. So would I'll get, you have supported him? Would you have supported the move? If you too, from too much, Watford, too much, too much had he come to United straight mm. from Watford, and we paid like thirty million or something, would you still be as supportive as you're saying now, saying that his time out oh, no, no, was no. success? I said it was a relative success, you know, and um, I I definitely wouldn't have supported it. Actually, I don't know, I don't know because. I really liked the girl while he was at Watford. I actually really did. That's why when this was coming around, even the fact that he had gone to China, in fact, it, I'm on record here saying that, you know, it's a, it's a good signing and it's a signing that I think will work. But let me let Emeka speak to speak to whatever he said about Igalo and uh, how Igalo has performed so far. Right. I want to give you guys three points. This is the best right. way to handle this. Now, I'm going to need you guys to pay attention here. You know, everyone's know when I talk, it sounds as though I'm digressing. I'm going off on tangents, but... I'm, I'm, I'm paying... You have my undivided... But with time, I, 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 what I do, and I do this uh, intentionally, I tie everything together. Mm. Now, let me start from my upbringing. Now, as you guys know, I'm a football fanatic. 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 I myself was an aspirant. I wanted to play football professionally. As a Nigerian, it was my biggest thing. I used to, right before I sleep, I think of the area Henry. I wake up in the morning, I think of the area Henry. It was my whole life football. Uh, How about in the afternoon? Oh, in the morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, the okay. area Henry. All right. As you guys know, I went on to even play in the Pepsi Academy in Joss, Nigeria, where I played with John Obi Mikel. Hmm. Before he got drafted, uh, uh, unfortunately, you know, if you know the Nigerian parents, the typical ones, you know, they were not too optimistic about playing football. Anyways, long story short, to see a Nigerian find success in football in whatever capacity is 
brings me even more joy than just anybody enjoy happiness yes like anybody like every single day i saw Mikel play for for chelsea every single day i saw babayaro play for chelsea every single day i saw wanko kanu play for arsenal i was just always so happy man because i'm like yo this is this hits near the home you know jj okocha at bolton i'm always happy so for a caliber of player like Odion Igalo to play for Manchester United, let me just tell you, there was never a time I was unhappy about it. I was always elated. You know, this is where I want our Nigerians to be playing at the highest level of football. Now, yeah. I said that to say this, this is point number two. That Manchester United, you guys have to maintain consciousness. Let me explain. All right. You guys are now falling into that Arsenal trap. That Arsenal trap is when things start to go bad, no matter what small glimmer of hope you see, you latch onto it because you forget the bigger picture that is that you guys are Manchester United. Mm. Manchester what? Manchester United. Now, the mm. third point is this. I'm going to go ahead and list just, you know, off the top of my head, say 10, let's say 5 to 10 strikers that have played for a caliber of team like Manchester United. I'll start from the top, okay? We'll do Wayne Rooney. We'll do Van Nistelrooy, we'll do Dimitar Berbatov, we'll do Van Persie, we'll do Michael who? Owen. You know, I don't even want to go back as far as Andy, Andy, Andy Cole and Dwight York. I don't want to do, you know, even the likes of Chicharito that were coming off the bench, you know, Carlos Tevez. Do you hear the caliber of human beings I'm calling? Guys, that was the point I was trying to make. It was not that Odeon uh, was going to be a bad signing. No, no, no. It's that for the caliber of team that Manchester United is, you guys are now falling into that Arsenal trap. See, the kind of players okay, okay, so, getting dabbing. Hold on real quick. If, if he's not going to be a bad signing, if he is in fact going to be a good signing, should it now matter that he doesn't have the name in or the stature 100 percent. it should not but football is business once again was this is why the likes of psg madrid they were so we should we should sign a big name player that won't come and score goals no 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 i mean if you let me finish maybe i'll get my point across okay go ahead ahead. what i'm saying is this ultimately that's for the caliber of team that Manchester United is, a signing is much more than a signing. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. When Madrid goes and signs David Beckham, yes, he knows how to play the right wing position. But there is a lot more that is involved. Let's be honest. When they go sign Cristiano Ronaldo, although Cristiano, I can say, okay, well, the man is a beast. Now and he can fight for himself. But when you go and you sign, say, for example, when Juve just signed Matthew Delict or Delict or however you want to say his name, there's just a lot more going on. With Odeon Igalo, this is just you guys acting in what I describe as desperation because you were signing him strictly for the purpose of getting goals for you guys. There was no other media benefit to signing him. There was no increase in shared sales. Okay, None of but that. You can you say the same thing sign. with Liverpool. When they signed Mane, when they signed Salah, are they at the stature that they are now? No, but look at exactly. the impact so, that they had on. on Liverpool. Exactly. Exactly. And do you know you have named two players that are in their mid to late 20s? I am talking about players that also came from up-and-coming clubs that are playing world-class football, be it Roma, Sutton. You know, these guys were young, playing in very competitive football. 
and you are signing a player that was on the path to retirement from China? Rookie, I'm sorry, but it's not analogous. This, these two players you've listed, this is not an analogous but comparison. Igalo is so only what I'm, 30. What I'm saying, yes, he is. You said it yourself, only 30. But is it only 30? If one starts his career at 18 and ends it at 32, 33, 34, he's not only 30. He is, in fact, 30. So my point is that you guys are falling into that trap. Guys, now, if you guys were bragging about the signing of Bruno, then I'll be like, ah, okay, makes sense. The boy has years. He has energy he has life baba you guys signed odion now don't get me wrong it is not 80 because he signed a very experienced player that is of age that can just come and banging goals that is of you know maybe kind of retiring on the path to retirement i mean that's why the likes of chelsea went and signed Giroud, you know strictly for the purpose of goals no media attention but i am saying this because you guys are manchester united the caliber of quality that you guys can pull is not odion level it is the level of Lewandowski. It is the level of Kylian Mbappe. It is the level of 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 Cristiano Ronaldo. Hence, why he was on your club. I have gotten your point. I think, me personally, okay, I then. think you're missing the whole point of the signing. Well, we, I believe we were not signing. Yes, you said he was stopgap. Exactly, and okay. as a stopgap, he has come in and filled the hole, and he has scored goals. He doesn't even start in the league, you know. He plays Europa and plays cup games, so I really don't know this soliloquy that you went on about the level of player. This, that, 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 all of that. You know, you son. I am telling you that there was a time. time. Berbatov was coming you off the bench. There was a time that Michael Owen. Yeah, Michael Owen was it. There was Michael a time that Carlos Tevez, Carlos Tevez, there was a time, that's my point. Henrik, my point Henrik is that Larson look at, at the caliber. Just to be a stopgap striker as well. We you know, signed so, Ibrahimovic. You know, like this, so there's there's no, I don't understand this falling into a trap. You guys didn't sign Falling into a trap, this trap, that bed. trap, what trap. And there's no trap. There's no trap. So clearly, you probably don't think that he has done enough to earn like a lot. No, I think that Odeon has, in fact, and obviously every new player, not every new player, but a lot of new players get this, that new signing bump. Yeah. You know, we saw it with Morata, who ended up being an abysmal signing. We saw it with, you know, other players who end up, you know, just making you want to shoot your left leg. But then at the end of the day, you know, time will tell. Am I happy for him? Yes. Has he shown up? Yes. Is he scoring? Yes. Is he a good signing per the performances he has put in thus far? Absolutely. Can it continue? We'll find out. Because he's 30 yeah. years old. But that's why, it, you know, it's A, it's a loan. B, it's a loan. So, it's a loan. This, like, this, this is, we're not, I feel like we're having a conversation about him. Like, United went out and spent money and yeah. made him the main striker. No. If Rashford didn't get injured, I highly doubt Igalo would be at the club right now. But he did. And we needed someone to score goals. It was, was it a panic buy? I mean, what loan? Absolutely. Absolutely, it was a panic loan. But he's doing what he needs to do. He's doing the bare minimum, which is his job, to score goals. Yeah. So I feel like we can analyze, you know, his performance you can analyze his age you can analyze 
what stature player he is, but at the end of the day, he wasn't signed to be a permanent fix. It's we're not realistically Manchester United. So is not if he continues scoring, a, if he continues scoring, do you want him to I, be permanent? No. No. Wow. 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 So you're saying that you've signed a player who can potentially keep scoring goals, but you do not want him to be. I would only want After him his if he's comfortable with playing a lesser role in the team. Even now, he's he's starting Europa games, which good for him. I'm happy for him, but he's not he's not a long term solution. So as long as he understands that he's not a long-term solution, that he's not going to be starting games, that he is going to be coming off the bench, that sometimes he will not be even on the bench, then sure, why not? But I feel like there are too many stipulations to that. So I'd rather him go back to China, keep making his money, and move on. Yeah. All right, all right. Thanks for your audio takes. You know what? I will. I will tie it up. Odion is gonna be United player. We're gonna sign him. You think so? Be, yeah, I think he will be fine with his role. You know, coming off coming off the bench and you know playing cup games. I think you know. I think potentially it's it's a move that could earn him another move in about two years. You know, to another EPL team or to another team in Europe. But I think for now it just. You need to take advantage of the of the chance that you have, which is what it seems like he has done. So if United decides to buy him outright, you know, psh, guy, come through. You never know what, what will happen. Like, Martial isn't always fit. He gets injured a lot. So you, 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 I think Odeon, Odeon is a guy that can surprise a lot of people. So I think United should make that signing. But anyways, so there's, I want to talk about something that I kind of brought up in the chat. It was, when I brought it up, it was very, very contentious. It, it has nothing to do with EPL, but like we, we, we've all watched football here. We all know the situation. So I, I really want to get you guys' opinion. So, you know, so a couple years ago, like 2009 time like barcelona pep became the manager of barcelona and uh you know they went on a historic run you know and i mentioned that busquets is a replaceable part of that midfield it was iniesta javi and busquets correct and uh i'm i made the comment in the chat that busquets there are many other players that could have done what Busquets did. I wasn't saying that he doesn't have quality, that he isn't good, but I said at the time that he came into the team at 18, you can take a various number of players at 18, you know, with that team and put them in there and the result would be pretty much the same. So I just want to get your opinions on that. If you guys agree, if I'm crazy, like, People call me crazy. I'm insane. I'm this. I'm that. Emeka, what do you think? What do you think? Do you think Busquets is that good that no one else could have done what he did? He's just that special. Like now, let me just say this, right? 
Busquets for me has never been top five in my opinion in in any deep line playmaking mm. role. So there were I think elements, other elements, one of which is his nationality that played to the advantage of having him in Barcelona. Now at the time Busquets was, you know, in that glorious Barcelona football mm-hmm. era. Let's not forget that the likes of Yaya Touré was in the picture. Let's not forget that the likes of Andrea Pirlo, Jabi Alonso, Philip Lam. You know, there were many, 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 many other top caliber, world-class, what I call DLPs, deep-line playmakers, because I really don't think Busquets is a defensive midfielder. You know, he's not like a Casemiro of sorts who, you know, runs in, throws very dirty tackles and, is, you know, he's he's more so like somebody who creates opportunities from a deeper role, you know, doesn't really do too much long balls, but he does more long balls than the defensive midfielder, etc. And so if you define him as a DLP, a deep-lying playmaker, then of course there were very many players better than him. Till today, in fact... Pirlo is still, in my opinion, the greatest DLP of all time. And and as you know, DLP, I mean, Pirlo and, and, and Busquets played at this about the same time. And let's not forget also that Busquets is Spanish. That's one. Two, Busquets was going to allow for the people in front of him to just do the work mm-hmm. that needs to be done. You know, he was just going to come in, you know, hey, give when you win the ball, give it to Iniesta. When you win the ball, give it to Xavi. You know, as soon as you get the ball and you can find Messi, give it to Messi. Whereas you have other kind of DLPs that also want to, you know, be a part of the game, kind of like N'Golo Kante, kind of like, you know, there are people that also want to be a part of the play, you know, etc. Whereas Busquets was just more so have a, 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 a relaxed role in a sense, you know. And so to answer your point, I have never rated Busquets. Oh, wow. I've actually never really liked, liked him like that. I've, I've always thought him to be very good. But if you ever give me a list of top 10 greatest DLPs of all time and he's on there, I would likely contest that and be like, well, I can likely yeah. think of others. And I'm, not, I'm talking even within yeah, the Pep we'll era. Slash that yeah, list. So. Yeah. Yeah, so. Miss yeah. Rookie, please. Go on. Um, no, I don't, I don't think you're crazy for saying that. I mean, like Emeka said, look at the team that he played with for a vast majority of the time. Um, I think even just, I hate to say. Don't hate to say it. Just say it. There's a decline with Barcelona, but it's the truth. It's it's the fact. Yeah. Um, I just feel like for someone who's been playing on that team for over a decade, I don't, see any leadership from him either um and i think that's because he himself is aware of his own abilities and he doesn't really try to draw too much attention to himself i don't i don't know if that makes sense that that, that makes it makes all the sense in the world he's he's a player that and this was the point that i was getting at and you know i'm actually surprised you know that you guys agree he's a player that knew his role he knew what his role was and he performed his role 
to perfection. Right. You know? And so me saying that there are some players that I mentioned that maybe do not have the career that he now has in terms of the accolades and the recognition and things like that. But just because those players don't have all that doesn't mean if they were... I was like, yo, if you take a player like Matic and you had put him in there at the, at, at 18 at the time that you know this team was coming up, he would probably go on to have a similar career to what Busquets has. Who knows, maybe even better. Like, this was the point I was trying to... And everybody was, you know, like, saying I was crazy. I'm like, yo, Busquets is very good, but he wasn't special. Like, you can't take away Messi. You can't take away Javi. You can't take away Iniesta. These guys were the special guys in the team, you know. But Busquets, for me, man, he was he's very changeable. And that's the point I was trying to make. And... But but the truth is that a lot, unless you're of the caliber of Chabi Alonso, whom, to be honest, if we're being entirely honest, is the caliber, I think Busquets, had he reached his peak, would only have been as good as Alonso. You see what I'm saying? And he ended up not even reaching like, his peak. We can't, even, like, but, like, we can't even compare this guy to Alonso. No. We can't compare Chabi Alonso, yeah, even Pirlo. Like, those guys, those were magicians, in a sense. When they when they call those guys magicians, if you watch them play, you know, okay, yeah, like, I totally... Level, I, I, they're think, a I think significantly above, like, a level above yeah. him. So, it's For even sure. unfair to yeah. Busquets to compare like the closest Busquets can come to right now is Tony Cruz even Tony I feel like I take Tony Cruz over Busquets yeah even Tony is better yeah so okay okay does you know what I now feel I feel normal once again I I I don't feel like no but but this is not for you to feel normal (laughs) no you still are crazy oh wow so like going 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 off of that right now who is who is the best DM in the world? Again, I don't want to say DM. Like, if you're asking who's the best, like, deep-line player, doesn't even have to be a playmaker, just a deep-line player, because obviously you can't compare, like, Casemiro to Busquets, two entirely different philosophies of football, you know? And I don't think, again, that DM that Busquets plays the role of DM. Yeah, once in a while, he would throw a hard tackle, but he was not an aggressor. Do you know what I... When I think DM, I think from somebody like... Gattuso. Like Gilbert Silva. Yeah, somebody who's just out there to just, like, ruin Disruptor. You know, somebody... Just just out there to hurt players. If you ever watch Gareth Barry play, the guy was ruthless. Charlie Adam, ruthless. Wow. If you look, these are even SCN, somebody like SCN, the guy was hard. He'll come, you match you, you, you feel, feel it. it. Michael SCN, you, know? you feel it. Even Patrick Vieira, though, Vieira was muscle box to box because he's only, he was just tall and lanky. And like legend, legend. Yeah, but when you're saying DM, DM, I don't think, I don't think Busquets even falls into that category. But if you say deep line, like player, uh, he, I guess, right now in today's world, you know, I don't know. He would probably be top top twenty, yeah, top fifteen. Yeah, maybe top ten. But but that's because some of the other guys have now faded out. You know, like Pirlo and mm-hmm. also. But the so right now I can fall. I can. But you know, right now, to be honest, if you say Emeka, pick anybody in the world. Yeah, that's right that now, was the question. I pick that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
anybody in America, and this is obviously based on my philosophy of what no, no problem. do. Yes, I likely would go with the Kante of mm. Leicester. Not Kante, not Kante of Chelsea. Kante of Chelsea does more advancing. Kante of Leicester was more more behind. Uh, rookie, if, if, if you could pick anyone, your number one person, DM or DLP, whatever, that role, the deepest line midfielder in the team. Who's, who are you going for? Hmm. Um, the only person that really stands out to me, at least this season, would be Ndidi. Mm, Wilfred. Yeah. No. So you could pick Cruz, but you picked Ndidi. You know what? Uh, Cruz is getting older. Ndidi still has plenty of time to grow. He's got the potential. And... He's impressing so far this season for me. No, that's just a fantastic take. I did not even think of Ndidi, and he has been wonderful this season. He has been growing in his game. That's very, very interesting. Nice one, nice one, nice one. Yeah. All right, so there isn't that much football. You know, I've wait, been here. Wait, you some... didn't pick one. <laughs> oh, 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 you guys want me to pick one? <laughs> You guys want me to pick one? All right. Ah, you know. Yeah. I uh, I I see what Emeka says with, you know, like when I remember DMs, I remember, you know, the Roy Kings. Exactly. I remember the Gattusos, you know, these kinds of players, the Makalelis, you yeah. know, these types of guys, you know. So, honestly, I don't think anyone playing right now is he can, he can hold a candle can you know can be like any one of those guys but i i see the argument for kante yeah i think that leicester can i think kante is still special he's special you know regardless but yeah that leicester yeah that was that was that was pretty good i think he can still play at that level when he comes back from his injury and um hmm. but if i was to pick anyone i think i'll go with sms sergey milinkovic savage at lazio I think I think right now I think he's primed to to make a move and go on to have you know a very re- recognizable career. Actually, this this leads me to my next question because you know I think teams now have time to you know plan, and I was thinking you know if the season was to end today, you know in the positions that everyone is, you know, let's say we don't come back from this, no more games, and it just ends the way it is right now. And uh, what would teams need to do in the transfer market to improve on what they have? And I was thinking for United, like, Sergey is is the caliber of player that we need to be looking to bolster that midfield, you know. To So um, what do you guys think, you know? Pick like a team, you know, like Emeka. I know you're you're an Arsenal fan. You know, you you live and die and breathe the Gunners, you know. So if your season ends today and you and you end it, what if? <laughs> what would you guys need to do to make sure that next season you don't end in it? Like who 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 well, need to sign in what positions? Well, here's the thing. At the end of the day, I'm happy with the 
direction that we started to take. You know, we made very big decisions. The club, we got rid of Unai. We brought in somebody who seems to have a higher tactical acumen or technical acumen. Uh, we've started to field players that are earning their place as opposed to playing because of their name. Hence why Sayad is now on the bench and Saka is starting. Hence why Nketiah is starting and Laka is sitting. So as a club, I think we are headed towards the right direction. Now, obviously, like I've been saying, I think we need to sell Obama Young and cash out ASAP because hmm. this so is now... Yeah, so Oba because I you know he gets goals good for him. But where, as we where know, would the Arsenal goals is come still... from if if you guys sell him? Who would who? Yeah, exactly. Who where would the goals coming from prior to him getting there? You know, somehow we always figure it out, man. I mean, before he was there, he was Van Persie and Olivier putting up the numbers. At the end of the day, without him, we will still find a way. And also, Laka is still on the team. Martinelli is still on the team. My point is that Arsenal has always been that club. I'm used to it now, so I don't know why we should change. But as we all know, we sell our players at their peaks, be it Nasri, be it Thierry, be it Van Persie. The list goes on. Leb, why not get rid of Aubameyang right now? So do uh, you would get rid of Aubameyang and keep Lacazette? Yeah, get rid of Aubameyang, keep Lacazette, okay. or you can even get rid of both and then start bringing in strikers. Now, it is key that you bring in strikers when you get rid of your strikers. There's a manager in England called Ole who did something strange. Yeah. But my point is that as far as a club, I think we made decent decisions. We got rid of Unai, who was, I think, holding us back. Right now, the team is lacking in, in the defensive area. You know, I think Luis should have never been signed. He's not doing that bad, but I think we need a couple strong CM, CBs, sorry. So get us a nice CB, get us a decent CM. You're not, yeah. you're not telling me any <laughs> names, though. Which, which CB, which striker? You have said sell your two best strikers. Tell me which okay. striker you guys so, get. So ideally, let me just say this, right? Keep Leno. I think Leno is really good. Uh, okay. What's, what's now, happening? I hold on now. I'm getting there. I'm just working my way from keeper up to striker. Okay, no so problem. I'm keep, keep Leno, okay? Defensive-wise... I do not mind taking a chance to be Saka. I'm not saying Wambi Saka. I'm saying Bukayo Saka. Look, we have gone yeah. through this. We know. Yeah, yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, so I would get rid of either Socrates or David Luiz, and I would bring in, as, as expensive as is, I would bring in a good centre-back, you know, be it somebody like uh, Kulibali, be it... <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. Be somebody like Kulibali or even... You know, one of these other guys out there, you know, even I would even consider even a, 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 a Mangala. Not really. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> now, now, if you go to the center mid area, you know, I think we lack center wise. I don't think Gwenduzi and Torreira are, are going to get to the level that they need to be at to win trophies. Mm -hmm. So I think we need to bring in a strong CM. I don't know how man you got Bruno before us. It's fine. But I would now bring in. I you know I was talking Hakim, Hakim, Hakim. Uh, now Chelsea went and copped Hakim. He's I was, Chelsea. I know I was Instagramming Hakim. When are you coming? When are you coming? He was not responding because you guys saw me. because he, he was never coming. Yeah, exactly. So you guys saw Hakim was my number one target. But to be honest, since we're not gonna get him now, honestly, 
I am not just I, I don't really know of any really good CMs out there right now playing mm-hmm. ball. So basically that that means it's gonna keep going south for Arsenal. That's basically yeah. what you're telling me. Yeah, I mean unless you can think of a very good CM right now that's out there in the world that can come and change the game for us. I yeah. can't really think of one. I really cannot think of a good cinemid. Hakim isn't really a CM though. He's more of a winger, eh? He's more of a... uh, Hakim plays calm. He plays calm. And he, he he can he's you know how he, he's a free roaming camp, so he, but, he can play center and then roam. But who would who would embody that defensive side? Well, here's the thing, man. Because you you have said that Genduzi and, and and Lucas Torreira aren't it. No, so, Genduzi, Torreira, Shaka, all these guys Shaka, are all B minus. So come on, come on, you you have to have somebody. Your man, was they feel the football? That's why I wish I was playing. You know, at my you, prime, I, I could have filled these positions. You're you're absolutely right. I mean, I have watched you play. I know what you're capable of. Thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, so okay, now thanks. So now, um, if I had to give a player, ah, uh, man, God, the world is lacking, man. The world is lacking right now. The world is lacking, man. But striker wise, I've been saying, though, get rid of. Obama Young for like 85 mil, 90 mil. He's worth more, but sell him for 85, 90. Wait, 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 what? You think you can sell Lacazette for 85 mil? <laughs> I said Obama Young. Okay, okay. I said sell Obama Young for like 85, 90. In fact, Obama Young can go for 100. Let's be honest. Sell him he, can, he absolutely cannot. Yeah. What world are we? Are people drunk because of COVID that they will sign? So why did, mil? why did they sign Neymar for 250 You want to speak of Neymar with Abomayang in the same sentence? What are, what's was, happening? Was, come on, you all, we already know that people are not being bought for their value. Let's be honest here. Didn't we sign Pepe for 72 mil? Pepe, come on, Pepe. Come on. You know what? Come when on. you say that about Pepe, you know, it makes me... But who will sign Abomayang for 100 mil? Like, Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, PSG. PSG, this is their chance to move Obama, uh, move Mbappe to Madrid, cop like 250 to 300, bringing Aubameyang as a replacement, next profit 200, and he's still going to get you goals. They, they have, I feel like they've already signed the replacement for... They have uh, Mauro. Icardi, yeah, yeah, I know Icardi, but Icardi is older, you know this. Uh, but in any case... Uh, what? Do you know how old Icardi is? He might be 26, you're right, I know he's young. But my point is this. That ultimately we can get rid of Oba and sign Chidro Immobile. Immobile is the player that needs to come to Arsenal. Send mid, you know what? I've thought about it. We can go and coop one of those Aston Villa boys that know how to play. Mm. We can go coop like a Grealish. Grealish will come make an impact. We can go even get Harry Wilson from Liverpool slash Bournemouth. Yeah. He can make an impact. We can even go get Maddie, Maddie from Leicester. He can make an impact. All right, no problem. To be honest, even in Didi, not, in Didi I'm needs not... to come to the team. In Didi oh, needs to come oh, to the team. Oh, so now, so now you want to say in Didi? Now you want to say a real DM? I'm not. You know, d- d- this analysis, I can see Arsenal. Man, I'm sorry for you, <laughs> Arsenal fans. Because if 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 Emeka can't even come up with a couple of players you guys can sign and sell Abomayang for hundred mil and bring Chiru Mobile and you sign a man, it just sounds so all over the place. You know, this this is good news for me. Arsenal will be going down. No problem. Uh yeah. Rooks, tell us, you know, give, give us I mean you can go with United if you want, but you know, you can pick any team, you know, if the season ended. You know, at this position, you know, what what would they need to do? What, what, who would they need to sign in? What positions to improve on their position right now? Um, I think that right now, 
Um, defensively, I mean, I think there are still issues, but that's not the main focus. When, when you say defensively, do you mean center, center back? back? Yeah. But you just signed Maguire. Right. I think United could still buy another center back, to be honest. I think Lindelof, Lindelof, I'm still not, I'm still not a hundred percent sold on him. He, he's not consistent enough for me. Bayi, as much as I love Bayi, that guy, he kind of reminds me of Rojo in terms of his head. Like, sometimes you just wonder, like, <laughs> what are you thinking? Like, why, 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 why? Um, so, but I don't think that that needs to be the priority for United. I mean, the right wing has been needing a player for how long now? I mean, that to me. So who? So who? Who? Who is your? Who is the person I that you mean, want? To there's a lot of talk about Sancho, but will he come? Well, is he worth the money? That's that's my big thing. Dan. Dan James, yeah. I'm sorry. I like him, but he's not a starter. Should he should not be starting this season, but I get it. There's a lack of options. Um I would do you think do you think Paul leaves? Do you think Pogba leaves? Pogba's not gonna leave. I don't think Pogba's gonna leave. I wish he would. Interesting. And that's not because I don't like Pogba. I actually really like Pogba, but all this, I'm leaving, I'm not leaving, I want to leave, I want a new challenge, oh, I'm staying, I love the club, his brothers talk too much, his damn manager talks too much, it, it's, it's, it's frustrating as a fan, especially when you mm. actually do like, I like Pogba, but there's too much drama surrounding him. Yeah. And Dramatics. that's my issue. It's the drama that surrounds him that I can't stand. And I thought once Mourinho left, you know, that would die down, but that's not the case. So um, I would sign Grealish. Hmm. To play with. Um, I, if, if Pogba left, I'd sign Grealish. Okay. Wow, highly unoriginal. I would sign in <laughs> Didi. Wow, 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 wow. Didi named two of those oh, players. Oh, I'm That's sorry, crazy. but I, I mean, definitely rated in Didi. And you, you named him yeah. at like the 20th on your list of players. Wow. Um, and I would sign Jimenez. Mm. I would sign Jimenez mm. from Wolves. And gotcha. That means Odin would definitely exactly. have to go So <laughs> I would sign Jimenez before I signed Odin um, permanently. But And honestly, I think that would be good for the summer. I think defensively, mm. it, it's not... It's not necessary right now. I think a lot of work needs to go into the midfield and attack. There need to be more options, more rotation. Yeah. So, hmm. okay, okay. I've I've noted. You know, I, I you know like 
it's not just because I'm a United fan, but you know, from from the from the signings that you mentioned, I can see if if those signings do happen, yeah, I think United can improve if if the season ends today as fifth, and we make those signings, like come on, we have to break into the top four, no? Yeah, 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 very good. So Arsenal is going down, and Manchester United <laughs> is going up. That's basically learned in 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 the last five minutes. Anyways, yeah, I, there's really not that much, you know, to to speak about uh, football terms. Uh, I'm not going to drag on. I'm not going to, you know, for for too long. I don't know if there's anything else any of you guys wanted to touch on in the world of football that's in, that we can speak about. Man, look, these players need to come out of hiding. We need to just face this virus, be as careful as possible, and just keep going on about our daily lives, man. We need to play this game. Look, man, just don't touch anybody. If you feel any type of way, stay at home. <laughs> what just, do you say? People were just we going need, out we need to watch people beforehand? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, how are people just contracting this stuff? My point is, like, don't shake nobody's hand. I've, I've not, sh- I, well, shaken or shook a hand in, in weeks. I mean... You know, people come close to me. I say, get you away say from it me. like that, but I, so me I commute. Well, <laughs> I was commuting up until, like, 10 days ago. But I commute to New York City every day. And people people are nasty. Like, they cough. They don't cover their mouths. They're sneezing. People don't... Like, that's how it... That's how people get the virus. You're, yeah. you're walking yeah. up nobody, the steps in the nobody, subway. None of the players are commuting. <laughs> None of these players are coming. But it is not just touch. Even like being in the exactly. same airspace. If you're right? walking up the stairs. No, wrong. The last week before my company you said, they said to COVID work can, from home. Can, can stay in before, the Dude, but if that was the case, you'd have to be coughing. But I'm like, trying to, but so guys, let me give you this example. I was going up the stairs in the subway Please. the week before, um, before I started working from home. Walking up the stairs, this guy's like six, I don't know, maybe like six three, six four. He's walking up oh, the steps okay. and he just coughs into the air. There's nowhere for you to go. You have to keep going <laughs> up the stairs. Like where are you gonna go? And these these Uh-oh. like this is during rush hour. So you got people going up the stairs, you got people coming down the stairs, oh, and this man just coughed uh, into the air. Like you can't oh, no. right. like, you COVID. can't help COVID that. Oh my god, he was just 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 eradicating all these bad viruses into the air because now coughing is a thing that we must all be afraid of. Please go away. Everybody coughs and sneezes. It's okay to but cough and sneeze. You, once but if you have mouth. COVID and you're coughing into the air, has that not spread to everybody that's walking up the stairs as well, coming down? I don't know that COVID is entirely airborne. I haven't really seen any research that indicates it's airborne and yeah, if it was maybe, airborne i think maybe a lot more people will be getting it less so what is currently going on because yeah look i don't even think the numbers are real i think more people have it than are reported they can't exactly. even test everyone i, I definitely think that too. so so go and do your research and see if covid is airborne or, 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 or not and be sure you know, yeah. because COVID is I just definitely... think you guys, you guys need to stop being being little girls. Nothing wrong with little girls. I love little girls, but you guys need to just men up. Okay, nothing wrong with womaning up too. But my point is, just come out of hiding. Look, look. If that lady at Walmart can come in, just think about it. Just think about how these guys are just wimps. 
a woman is going oh, waking up to this lady going to Walmart and working and these guys here are sitting home in their nice estates with their lavish lifestyles that they can even hop in their Lambo drive or their Maserati drive to the state. I, I just hope you know that this is how this whole thing spread in the first Yo, place. Wow. It's so funny that because, you're now on this side of the table because last no, 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 no. It is not that I'm on one, this two. side. I don't even care about your opinion if it's changing. My point <laughs> is the fact still remains. The fact still remains, dude. The fact is that, let's be honest here, yes, it's really bad. Everybody should self-quarantine, blah, blah, socially distance, follow whatever it is you're being told to do. But please let the show. Except (laughs) except yes in the realm of sports, correct? If let's say, hopefully not, because I don't know how much longer I can socially distance and not kill myself. Um if the season were to end and they said, Sorry, this isn't getting any better. Do you think Liverpool should be handled, handed the title, even though they haven't mathematically won it yet? Yeah, I mean, if the season ends, then we'll like have if to it's voided, just this... voiding the season. Nah, so I, so I, I don't, don't think, think they can ending the, the seeding, ending the season will, will be a void of sorts. I think they can end it and then just begin it again. Mm-hmm. Like, so instead of us starting in August, which is when we typically start, right? Mm-hmm. August, September, is that it? Yeah, I think, oh, August. yeah, it's August. And then Mid-August. August. Oh, yeah, it's August. Then we'll just start, yeah, so we'll just start, like, maybe uh, maybe May. People play the rest of their games. And then we'll take a short break again. And then we'll continue. Well, I'm sure there are modifications that can be made. Well, they, to have, accommodate. they have pushed to Euro 2020 yeah. to 21. So exactly. we have but all, all My question is, what if things actually don't get better and they get worse? Which... That's exactly what I'm saying. Rookie, yeah, me you have hit the nail on the head. That is my Walking point. Dead. Is that things cannot that there's, there's there's no solution. You cannot now go about thinking that you've come up with a solution. There is no solution. That's why we must go on as though. You see what I'm saying? Because there is no so. How are you going to stop this? The entire state of California. Do you know what they've assumed? They've assumed that 80 percent of Californians in the big cities have it. Yeah, have you guys seen that that, that research? Yeah, 80 percent. You're telling me that you can contain this if you're telling me that 80 percent of californians are massing to i think maybe 10 percent of the u.s population i mean i think we're past the point of containment they're just trying to avoid spreading it they were past containment yeah they're trying to reduce the curve curve. they're trying to bring the curve down basically we're past the point of we're long past containment yeah and i i don't know like i'm not one to like you know Go for the 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 crazy news, the hysteria news. Eighty percent. I think that's a ridiculous number. I think that's ridiculously high. You know, so I don't see. You know, I just can't believe that number. Eighty percent. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Well, you don't believe until it's real, right? To be honest, again, I'm not mm. trying to minimize the issue. I think it's a very tragic one. I just don't think that we mm-hmm. should let it beat us down the way it's beating us down you know what i mean that's what i'm saying there we must be able to 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 adapt in a sense that allows us to re-strategize and just do things 
to show that yes we are on top of this there has to be a more intelligent way of saying we can defeat this than hey stay at home stay at home and then i'm getting yeah, all these but... instagram posts say oh the doctors are saying oh why well, yes <laughs> you can be there oh, oh hey. <laughs> shut the fuck up shut the fuck up like yes you're there you I better be God. fucking there but yeah, here. So you signed up for it. You want to be a doctor, right? You want to be a nurse, right? Well, this is your time. Do you, when I was building my construction building on thirty-three floors, that's to hold him. I say I'm here, so you guys can be here later. <laughs> or you can get the fuck out of here. <laughs> we must no, all but, continue but, to do our jobs. That's what we are doing. Boy, you were you were literally there so that other people could be there. Exactly. <laughs> so that's what we are doing. That's what, that we're human beings. At the end of the day, this is what it boils down to. Oh, go man. and play your ball. <clears throat> That's what we want to see. Woman, woman yeah, can so go to Walmart. You, you understand your house. This, this woman at Walmart, she's a hero, right? Dude, at the end of the day, that's the person I respect the most right now. Not these guys that are. These are the same guys that are acting tough. Or they want to fight. Say, Arteta, who go and charge up to Mourinho. Say, look at me, I'm going to slap you. Ah, everybody's now virus, virus. Everybody's at home hiding. Get the forward. The woman had seen, she woke up. In fact, she was even smiling at me today. Like, hey, how are you? Are you doing okay? Are you, are you, are you okay? Hey, what a lady. Man, shout out to all women, man. Without your women. Shout out to all the women. Oh, my goodness. Shout out to all the women, you know, that are not afraid of COVID. Not afraid of not COVID. Afraid I'm, of I'm here so that you can be there. Shut <laughs> the fuck up, man. Now everybody's yeah. getting bored. Doing they'll see ten, do ten. <laughs> ten push-ups. He's lucky. <laughs> see ten, do ten. He's lucky. I emailed him, told him to do twenty first. <laughs> Gary, please tell so, me. I'm guys tired of these challenges 10, already. You know, like Say, I, I'm not much of a social media guy. Say, so if I take a shot, you take a shot. All of us, we've been taking shots all weekend of our lives. To today, all of a sudden, now we should now take videos oh, of us man. taking shots. The sports, sports really need to come yeah, back. Yeah, they need to come back. People are bored. Guys are, guys are doing stupid stuff. Rookie, is there, is, is there anything else you wanna, you wanna touch on before I, you know, before I disperse the crew uh, no. on this I think, episode? Uh, I think we had some good conversations. Um, it's mm, it's quite no. limiting with the uh, lack of you know yeah yeah we know football like so, man I mean, so i guess people just gotta suck it up and get heart heart back to playing right, I mean. so that entertained dude this it crazy can... man football is my life it's life. Football is our lives. Let's be honest, man. We it's live for life. the game. It makes us happy every weekend. We look forward to it. That's why when there's international break, we're all angry that weekend. Yeah. So as we've lived for the game, also <laughs> players they can die for the game. Yeah. I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. See, look at some leagues, Belarus. They are playing energetic. They played. Energetic. They played. <laughs> Party Borisov. They played. Them. They're not afraid. Say what happens, happens. Be safe, everybody. Everybody's doing I, everything they can. You know, it might it might also be because maybe there are not uh, that many cases in a country like Belarus. I don't know. Yeah, but... it's possible. Anyways, you guys yeah. say something. Right. In ending, Sha, yeah, you guys, please, this is not Trump's fault. 
I know some people earlier today were coming at me trying to say okay no one said that it's all Trump's fault however he hasn't made the situation any easier yes well my argument is simply that everybody is reacting nobody has experienced this in the capacity upon which it is spreading everybody is just listening and learning and reacting it's why even it was just the other day that the uk started to push on everybody staying at home etc and this we also even when measures were taken to make sure nothing would happen like say for example when they banned spectators from going to the champions league game we saw that people still showed up outside of the stadium so at the end of the day even the laws that you put in place to try and mitigate the situation <clears throat> end up not even working because people still okay, do what they want to do. Let me just let me ask you something real quick. That's my point. At what at what point do you think he may have been briefed about this? What what what, what point do you think What's, he caught? The truth of the matter of is this: situation. is that the Chinese did not communicate the severity. That's, that's of not this. my question. The Chinese America, did not communicate I'm the just, severity of this. At what point was he briefed? I was looking at the timeline of this starting from China up until the U.S. And to be honest, uh, yes, he was briefed earlier in the year, if not even last year. But the fact of the matter okay. is that so he was, wait, Ebola was wait, I, wait, hold on. So you don't think at the time that you briefed that you need to, as the president of a country like the United States of America, the police of the whole world, you, you, you don't think you need to at least begin a process was you know, look at you look at you talking look at you talking who I'm do you just, think you I'm are i'm asking a question look at I you talking who do you think you are I'm at the end of the day let question. me teach you something let me do tell you, you something not yes or no so you i'm gonna answer you let me you ask okay, me a question i must answer right yeah. at the end of the day some people just don't know what they don't know did anybody hold a curfew did anybody shut down any cities when ebola started to spread no Yes, yes, Ebola did not spread nearly as fast as Corona is spreading. But the fact of the matter is that sometimes when you hear of these things, you cannot just act with every single thing you hear. Because sometimes, and like I said, because the Chinese did not communicate in, in all honesty the severity of this, it was harder to take action because what you're hearing is that, oh, this is just like the flu, it's nothing, the mortality rate is so low, blah, blah, blah. That was all what we were being fed on, at the onset of this, correct? Let's be honest. That was what we were being fed. We we're like, oh, eh, come on, Lysol. Why is everybody panicking? In fact, this has been around for so long, blah, blah, blah. Let's be honest. People, the media, in any capacity, they had to bring down the severity of this. They brought it down. And now it is not the point where you are seeing the actual severity and the actual magnitude of this. And that's why people are now doing things. But you can't now just say, oh, it's their fault. If you hear, oh, at the sound of any virus, ah, shut down the country. Baba, it doesn't work like that. Shut down the country. Nobody said that. But what I'm saying just is that what you're opposing right now you is Spain. Baba, it was just recently that Spain started. How is it in March? In March that they don't even have the uh, all the equipment they need to test. That doesn't sound like dropping the ball to you. But you think that it is Trump that has allowed for that weakness in the system? Who who does the box stop with? Oh my goodness. So I'm just, so, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just asking. So, in what here, way do you think? Hold on, let me day, ask you this. In what way one do you day, think? If I'm, if Trump, I'm president, hold on, hold on. that means I can, I can go around and be doing whatever I like. And hold, when things happen, I'll just be like, yeah, let's just handle it now. Like you know, blah. This is the first time this has happened, so you know, let's just handle it now. Because you know, who knows? You know? Okay. Well, 
Well, we can agree to disagree. My point is, I can assure you that Trump did not in any way, shape or form stop the manufacturing of test kits or in any way, shape or form delay the manufacturing or, of, of test kits. I'm sure that just like me and you are so desperate for the nation to have it, the person that was most desperate in this time was likely the president because i know that he sees the advantage to having this halted more than anybody it is so easy to sit back here and fold your hand not knowing exactly what it is that he had to had been briefed or what the knowledge that was communicated to him was it is so easy for us to sit here as as, as laymen and women and point fingers and say oh you should have done this you should have done that when i'm telling you for a fact that when you are experiencing it as a world leader with so much mm -hmm. going on what you do is that you mm -hmm. weigh your pros and cons and i can assure you equally that the decision was not entirely his there's likely a panel of individuals oh, wow. there is a panel wow. of individuals that likely because he is no expert in the field of medicine let's be honest so he will yeah. not take okay, so the do you role know what of, just the because he's the said? spokesperson for the nation right now do you know what the expert said do you know what they told him <laughs> Kerry, do not be narrow in your way of looking at this. I'm just asking you. I'm asking you. Do you know? Let me ask Rookie. Rookie, him? let because, me ask you. Because Rookie, what did the experts told him? Experts tell him. What? Yes, the panel of experts, be it doctors. I'm sure these are top level. This is the United States. I'm sure these are top level surgeons. These are top level doctors that all were gathered amongst trump and said hey this is what things are or this is what things should be what do you think was communicated to him do you think that they communicated something that is as severe as what it is right now and then he said no you guys are lying come on it can't be that bad and then he went on TV uh, to say no it I, can't be that do I bad i find that believable absolutely okay well then if that is what we're saying then this conversation is over because what you guys are telling me is that no matter what I tell you, you think so low of this man that you will not look past what might but be true you... or what might not be true. To think that Trump said, no, it's okay for a few of my American people to die. I'm okay with that. I just don't think it's that bad. But See, you no, think no, you're just saying, you're saying that we think so low of him. There's a reason why people would believe that of him. This isn't just oh, I, I don't like this guy. This guy hasn't done anything to me. I just feel this way for no reason. Over the course since okay. he started running well, for president to this moment, there have been actions on his part that would make me, and not just me, but many other people believe that he is absolutely capable of that. Okay. So anyway, uh, I think this is a, a good time to just and yeah, I'm, I'm definitely tired of listening <laughs> to you. <laughs> we uh, hopefully uh, some vaccine, something happens that at least that April 30 date seems far away. But hopefully, at least even if they announce that, you know, okay, we'll definitely start by then. That'll be something to hold on to. Look, we're like delving into politics. This is a football podcast. And what you know, having to speak about all these other things. So hopefully, uh, people get better. We wish.